When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hour three of the podcast. Thank you, future listeners. (laughs) 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 What do you want? Donna. What is your problem? Donna is the teacher's pet. I and I'm the not. guy who sits in the back of the room. No, she is. You are so full of it. You're the guy who needs all the attention, does the least amount of work, <laughs> just shows up at the last minute, and is like, "Hey guys." Donna's mad that I haven't looked at our shared document about who's bringing what prop yet, and she was just, you know, re- you were doing great yesterday, Donna. Really great. <laughs> I'm just doing the assignment. I know. I'm getting there. I'm opening the document right now. All right. Well, don't do it now. We're doing a radio well, show. Well, if I don't do it now, I'll forget about it. I'm going to go scout locations after this. I'm a location scout. <laughs> I'm a location right, scout. Fine. fine. By the way, we think we have our location. Mm-hmm. And we think it's a really cool location. Yeah. You're the welcome. more pictures I keep seeing, it's like, wow, that looks cool. Like, we don't even need to see option two. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And guess who suggested that location? That was you. You're right. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> now, okay, Here's I will admit do. I didn't do another assignment. That's true. I forgot about it. Last oh, Yesterday I suggested, hey, maybe here's a new show show for us, which is just a show that we could watch as a show. Hmm. It's called Reboot. It's on Hulu. It's a TV show about a rebooted classic TV show. So the general premise is Keegan-Michael Key um, was the star of a movie, uh, excuse me, a show called Step Up Family. And um, and it's oh, just like a 90s dumb scripted show that, you know, happy family, hijinks occur, laugh, laughter from the studio audience. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's totally, it's the 90s sitcoms. And, uh, and yeah, so it's, it, they're trying to reboot that. Um, Rachel Bloom is a part of this. Judy Greer is a part of this. Johnny Knoxville, we could have done without, but he's in this <laughs> as well. Um, but anyway, so what they're doing is like, hey, we want to bring this all back. Keegan-Michael Key's character had left the show. Sounds like kind of like at the peak of its fame and said, I need to go and pursue some other big opportunities. Almost think of like Steve Carell, right? Okay. Steve Carell left and then The Office went on for a few more seasons. But in this story, the sitcom died once the star character uh, left to pursue bigger opportunities. All these years later, somebody comes into Hulu's offices and says, I want to reboot this show. But here's the thing. 
I want it to be different. I don't want it to be the traditional setup punchline, setup punchline fare that we're used to in most sitcoms, particularly from the 90s, early 2000s. Okay. We want it to feel different. We want it to feel real. We don't want there to be like the classic sort of slapsticky thing or the overly perfectly timed comedic callback. Think like the Mary Tyler Moore show, even, you know, Three's Company. You know, um, the wacky neighbor, every yeah. formula, every sitcom yeah. formula. And in a sense to me that it feels a little bit like hacks where you bring in the young, scrappy writer to sort of bring a new voice Edgier. to an old successful thing. Like, Got didn't it. that feel like hacks yeah. to you? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, so... Go ahead. I'll say this. At the end, I watched three episodes, and I think that that's all that's currently available. I watched two. They dropped the first three. So, Rocco, at the end of the first episode, my takeaway, Lou watched it, and uh, our takeaway like at the end of that was, okay, the comedy wasn't actually really there a ton. I was expecting more based on some of the early reviews that I said. That may be somewhat intentional because they said it's kind of meta and that they're like, you know, this is... One of the lines is just the funniest thing I've ever read, and you won't laugh once. Right. You know, it's kind of it's it's different kind of humor, like modern sitcoms or modern comedies are TV comedies, and that they're not trying to just do a setup and a payoff, and then a setup and then a punchline. They want it to breathe a little bit differently, which sometimes works and sometimes doesn't. It didn't strike me as overly funny the first episode. Um. But yeah, it I was. An I don't feel like I laughed out loud too many times. But at the right. same time, it was an interesting story. By the end of that first episode, they had gone somewhere interesting with the story. Where I was interested, the thing I'll say the very predictable thing that I didn't like about it that just they just could have done without it. Steve Pruderson is they just could have <laughs> dialed back a few of the jokes in a few you know a little bit of the language only because when you use that more often than not. Here's my example. And and I don't think it really made it funnier. And like, I swear from time to time, you know that you've heard me. So I'm not like trying to go like uber goody two shoes on this. But in a, in a well-timed curse word can be very funny. But how they use it, it's almost like this college dormy kind of shock value to try to force a laugh out oh, of you. Yeah, and Seinfeld talks about like this that. too. He's like, this doesn't always work. And they don't, it's not everywhere in it, but there are a few things where it's like, oh yeah, you could have done without that. You could have done without that. And my theory with that is when you write that into your script, you only risk losing an audience of what otherwise is a really interesting story. That's a because really good point. No one would ever turn off a smartly written comedy because there's not enough swearing. Absolutely. But people would turn off a smartly written comedy because there's too much swearing and it just feels like, okay, like we can't watch this with the kids or, or, or whatever. So that was a little overcooked and there was some sort of sophomoric shocky punchlines that I was like, yeah, you could have smartly network written your way around that. Um, but the, the, the general storyline is interesting because then you have Paul Reiser, who is the original creator of the show, who brings in his old writers, and then there's this new writer who brings in her writers who are, you know, very woke and all that, and you get the collision of them at a writer's room, which really picks up in uh, episode three, Rocco. But, okay. So you see an interesting development there. Um, yeah, the, Johnny Knoxville's character in the whole storyline is just sort of doesn't do anything for the story it's oh. just kind of dumb and again in my sort of opinion just a little sophomoric but 
the overall story that they're sort of telling here is interesting. And I got to tell you, I love Paul Reiser in this sort of a role, not the Mad About You role, which I loved him in. But I think he's really interesting to watch in this. And the woman that you love in it, Rocco, from, uh, what is it, My Ex-Girlfriend, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Oh, yeah, Rachel Bloom, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. That's a legendary show in my mind. Hmm. Um. So your thoughts after two episodes, like what's your general yeah, I think I think like you said, I think I kind of agree with everything you said. I was kind of watching it. My son was in the other room doing his homework and my wife was on the couch. And I think a couple of the, you know, swear word type things came up and she was like, whoa, what are you watching here, dude? You know, like you're right. <laughs> they didn't necessarily need to be there. I, although I thought they were funny. Um, but I think I'm going to keep going with it because, yeah, I do like all, all these people. I like the, the I like the idea of it. I think everybody's kind of nailing it. You're right. Knoxville might be the weak link, but um, Keegan's funny. Rachel Bloom's funny. Paul Reiser's funny. It's uh, I'm gonna keep it going. I also like the mom, who's uh, Carrie Kenny from Reno Nine Reno Nine One One. Yeah, I I think there's some funny things and good people. I'm gonna keep going. And like I always like to have a, a short 24 minute you know comedy in my arsenal. You know, like yeah, they can't all be gritty hour long. You know docudramas right yeah so and, and by the way i think also too by the end of this it seems we're out of time but you know the the initial premise is old sitcoms were dumb and pointless and things have evolved and it's we're not into that kind of can't be predictable humor anymore and uh we need to be edgy and talk about different things and do humor in a different way but i think that as it goes on there will be a i don't think it's going to be this hit piece on 90 sitcom i think that they're trying to do something kind of sweet in like, you know, yeah. So maybe times are a little different now and stuff like that, but there was a lot of cool stuff that happened back then, even when you knew it was a super predictable thing. So what happens in the writing room and how they kind of go back and forth on ideas and what works and what serves the audience is interesting. One quick question from Donna. Did you laugh out loud? I snickered out loud a few times, kind of like this. Rocco, what is your sound for me, like? One, <laughs> I think for me, one, I laughed out loud pretty hard one time. But I I think I was smiling and pleasantly entertained for most of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm moving forward with it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Um, hey, when we come back, why don't we do a study? Kids love to wear these specific sorts of shirts, even though they don't really reference, know what the shirts exactly reference. And I'm kind of guilty of this as well. Yes, one, you are. One particular shirt. But I'll, I'll tell you about that. Um, also, what your information is worth on the dark web. Mm. Like, what's your email worth, dollar-wise? If I got your Gmail account, what would it be worth on the dark web? I can tell you that. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Now we're fighting with the uh, the radio station across the hallway. <laughs> Why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> Project Down and Dirty brings out the worst in all of us. <laughs> I'm on the, uh, that was Hutch from KS95. He just came in and started He walks out and I go, crap. what a loser that guy, huh? And Steve goes, he looks homeless. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> can't be proven. You can't, why would I say that about a coworker? I no, he's doing it. great. Yeah, he's, he's doing, yeah, he's he's doing great. great. He looks like he showered at least today. I'm now on, Donna's <laughs> riding me hard over here, Rocco. So okay. now I'm on our, prod, our, our, our prop checklist. I'm not asking you to do more than what is expected of you. Thank you. <sighs> My contribution comes from your personality in the moment. Oh boy! As I mean, I'll be retooling. It'll be a fluid situation. Mm. I'm just gonna check a box, even if I don't know. Boom! I just checked a box. <laughs> this is great. 
Oh, good. See, it's fun to check boxes. I don't think I was supposed to check it, but I checked it. No, you're supposed to, well, yeah, check it. Oh. Yeah, you're supposed to check it. I've checked mine. Oh, okay. Okay. What? I just saw something that I think I can help with. See? Oh. Isn't it fun? Don't forget. All right, everybody, we're sorry. We're talking about Project Down and Dirty, which is our film fest. We're putting on a short film. Thank you. Okay. And okay. by the way, can I just say that we're going to have um, some matching donations from Twin Cities Closet Company. We love those guys. Modern Roots Natural Soaps and Body Care. They're going to, you know, that's make a match with us. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Um, Hero Heating, Plumbing, Cooling, and Electrical with Colleen and Bradley. And uh, Commerce, the water store with Lori and Julia. So we appreciate all of them helping us to raise even more money for Project Down and Dirty. Okay, let's do this. Studies have shown that... Studies medic- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. Hey, Steve. Donna, hey, you. Hey, you. Fun. The one in the blue. <laughs> Is that a lie? Uh, yeah. From what? Uh, from me. Hey, you, the one in the blue. Don't worry about it. It's a blast from my own past. Thanks. From country music? Do other people know this? Or is this just a Donna thing? It's just a Donna thing. Thank you. Nice addition to this show. Thank you. (laughs) I love it. Hey, hang on, guys. Gorf and Gorf. I'm sorry. That's the thing. If you're me, you totally know it and you're loving it right now. But absolutely no one else knows it. Donna likes it. Remember Quag and Gwarf? Remember when we were going deep on Star Trek yes. stuff? Yes, and I was like, he's a Ferengi. And you're like, yes. no, he's the other guy. There With the ears. Or? No, we're not Worf doing this. And Next thing you know, we're going barbacoa One of them has the butt <laughs> for a barbacoa What does it and control? And who is the Ferengi bartender? Uh, that was me, Gore, or something was like that. Worf. No, Worf <laughs> was the guy with the beard. Quark. Quark, yeah, Quark and Quark. Oh my gosh, we're doing it. Hey, it's Quark. Quark and Quark of the morning here on Neptune's number one. Oh, Philly. (laughs) Neptune. Quark and Warp. Quark and Warp is so fun. Oh, bleep. (laughs) Can one of us wear like a Quark or Warp costume for the short film? Oh, I would love that. That's great. funny. We're Zizu in the morning. <laughs> All right. Do you have a study? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, your hacked Gmail is worth $65 on the dark web. Oh, not bad. Your hacked Facebook account is worth $45. There's a cybersecurity firm called Privacy Affairs. They just studied what your log... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...and personal info sell for on the dark web. Uber, your Uber account, just 15 bucks. So if somebody gets your Uber account, it's only worth $15. Hmm. Crazy. I mean... I think this is actually makes us feel good. I don't know. Credit card details and associated information sells for between $17 and $120. That's it? And I say this as a victim. Same. I was also a victim. My? Boy, what a hassle. uh, I was in Los Angeles recently. And I go back to my phone. They had said, take five, Donna. You know, that's what they say out there. That's a take five for Steve. Okay. And I go back to my dressing room and I pick up my phone and there's a text that says, congratulations, your Bank of America credit card um, application has been approved. Your line of credit is blank and we will send your card within uh, 14 days. If this, if you do not wish to receive more of these, press send stop. Or if you have questions about this, call us. And then it led to this whole thing. Oh, crap. I still got to go into this Bank of America. Darn it. Are you talking in real time? Now I am. Oh, okay, got it. It just at the it end went back to sure real time. Okay, I was like, oh, right, no, right. I was supposed to go do that. All but right, yeah, so all my all my uh, credit is is locked, is frozen right now. Mine is frozen also. It's been frozen for two years. Two years. I just, I just locked it up. I don't want anybody touching my stuff. I can't apply for credit without unfreezing it. I wonder, though, will your, can your credit go up? I don't know. Can you continue to improve your credit when it's locked? No idea. I don't think it could get any better, though. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell you what. All right. Uh, Sorry for your loss. I just want to tell you that kids love band logo T-shirts, even if they've never heard their music. They did a study. Basically, you'll see kids wearing a Rolling Stone shirt, a Metallica shirt, but they can't name one song by the band. This happens to me. I have a Rolling Stone shirt, and I get a lot of compliments on it. And I immediately, when someone says, hey, man, cool shirt, I immediately fess up. And I say, I know, I got it at Target. I only kind of like them. I have one, too. I've had it for years. Did you get it from a concert? I didn't. But guess who's saving money? This girl. 651-641-1071. A Gen Xer, call us now. A Millennial, call us now. Call Millennial X Games next. Quark. <laughs> You're the one who said Sunday into Monday. No, they said Sunday into Monday. All right. We're still already arguing. being a pain in the ass. I no, swear. Donna is Donna's like, hey, let's see if we can. Well, you want to ru- ru- ruin a weekend day? Let's shoot something on Sunday. Let's try to shoot on Monday and Tuesday of next week. The only reason we would have had to shoot Sunday into Monday is if we could have gotten our location at that time. Okay. Three locations. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve experience on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We've got our callers all lined up. We do, Donna. All right. Shall we play a game? I got it. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve the Millennial. I can't even. Versus Donna the Gen Xer. Like, totally awesome. And here's your host, DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. 
Yes, indeed. Uh, we are going to quiz Donna about some millennial things and Steve about some Gen X things. They each get a player to help them uh, with one answer. And uh, those players, Steve, by request, you'll be helped by D from Buffalo. All oh, right. Oh, D's hey. my girl. Hey, D. Yep. Hi. Oh, yes. There again, I was just going to say, I'm trusting that you're outsider in some kind of a wind tunnel per usual. Dee, do you ever, are you ever inside of a facility when you call us? Dee, be professional. Heel, sit. Okay, that was Dee. We love her. Dee, you're a disaster. Okay. And then Anna, I believe Anna's like seated and uh, speaking in a comfortable room. Hi, Anna. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. What How are, are you guys? We are great. great now, really great. are you inside indoors right now? I'm in my car. Okay. Oh, that right, counts. Yeah. And All where right. are you headed there, sister? I'm going home from work. Oh, nice. That must Very be nice. fun. Did you work the overnight? Yeah. No, I just work mornings. I'm a preschool teacher. Oh, cool. Oh, thank you oh, for doing that. Thank you for your service. <laughs> I mean, those kids. Oh, my God. Listen, preschool teachers, got you have all of my respect because that is not easy. easy. No, no. Oh, thank you. Thanks. I have five kids at home, too. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Word. You, oh, my God. What are you, a glutton for punishment? You're, you're doing it at home? I'm not, doing... sure. I'm not sure why I do that. Wow. Well, we love that you do. Thank you. Uh, stand by. I will be calling on you. Okay. Okay. Hang on. All right, Rocco. Um, sure, yeah. I think I would like for Steve to go first. Is that okay, Steve? <laughs> yes. I would love to go first. All right. Okay. I think we should do that then. Uh, spin the wheel. Music. <laughs> All right. Music. Okay, uh, for your questions today, we're going to celebrate the year 1980, Steve. Uh, The number one song uh, this week uh, in 1980 had the following lyrics. (laughs) Upside down. Boy, you turned me inside out and round and round. It was by a former Motown legend, Namer. Oh, crud. Upside down, you turned me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gladys Knight, former. She's still alive. Aretha Franklin. Um, I mean, when I say former, uh, you know, she was. Uh, this was a solo hit from a Motown, you know, legend. That sort of thing, if that helps. Gladys person, Knight. The final person answer. was definitely alive in 1980. I'll say that. Okay. Gladys Knight. Final answer. Okay. It was who, Donna? Diana Ross. Diana Ross. Damn, Steve. Give me Sorry. the beat. Give me the, what's the melody? Upside down. But I, no, I can't Boy, do it. You turn, you turn me, me inside out and round, round and round. I said upside down, you turn me. Yeah. Down. I lost it. Okay, bye. Give me love instinctively. Something like that. Donna, you want to spin that wheel? Okay. Oh, that one hurt. Oh, television. This week in 1999, the show Judging Amy debuted. Yes. It was about a character named Amy who was a judge. Oh, boy. The show's star and creator was also named Amy. 
I enjoyed her on The Leftovers. Namey that Amy. Amy Brenneman. Okay. Wow, Donna. Thank you. You probably watched that show. You're I never watched it. I, I just think she's really pretty, and I like her curly hair. Okay. Was it my leftovers clue that got it for no, you? No, I never okay, seen it. Good. Never seen the leftovers. I considered leaving that part out. Right. Okay, let's go to Steve. Oh, Spin the wheel. Movies. Movies. Uh, the number one movie this week in 1980 was a sequel. It featured Burt Reynolds, Sally Field, Jerry Reed, Dom DeLuise, and Jackie Gleason as Sheriff Buford T. Justice. Mm. Can you name that number one movie? Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I'm stuck on two different ones. No. I got to go to my girl, D. Okay. Calling in from the... I'm going to turn the wind filter on. We'll see if that helps. <laughs> yeah, she's calling in right now from one of those cash machines. <laughs> she's trying to the dollar bills. Hey, D. <laughs> All right, D, calm down. Listen, D, uh, Rocco's going to say the yeah. question again, and I need the answer from you, okay? Okay. In 1980, okay. the number one movie this week was uh, a sequel. It featured Burt Reynolds. Oh, my God. You guys are just totally cutting out. Oh, are we? Oh, it's us, Steve. Um, Burt Reynolds. Okay, but you're totally... Okay. okay. Don't Reynolds, get mad at us, D. We have to be a team, D. I'm not getting mad at you, but you're cutting out, so you might want to repeat the question so I can hear it. Yeah, that was the point, but we'll try again. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. I turned her down, but I'm still going to say it out loud. Uh, this movie featured Burt Reynolds, Sally Field, Jerry Reed, Dom DeLuise, and Jackie Gleason as Sheriff Buford T. Justice. Can you name that movie, Dean Buffalo? I'm going to say Smokey and the Bandit, and you said it was a sequel. So I it did. Two. Smokey and the Bandit 2. Steve, you're Final thoughts. lock it in, that baby. That is uh, D and Buffalo. Nailing oh, it. Yeah, I, see, I couldn't D. figure out if it was Cannonball Run, oh, right. which I thought was a sequel to that, but it's a separate movie. Good All job. Right. Good job, D. So it's one to one after one and a half here, right? Is yes, that where we're at? correct. Okay, Donna, spin it. Woo, big money. Bottom of the second, baby. Nice. Woo. Music. Uh-oh, this is not going to end well. Uh, the number one song this week in 1999 was Unpretty. Mm-mm. By a trio that featured Rosanda Thomas, mm. Tian Watkins, mm. and Lisa Lopez. Okay. Can you name that group? Yes, it's TLC. All right. Thank was it you. was it the Lisa Lopez? Yes. I Left yes. Eye Lopez. What that? <laughs> All right. And God rest her soul. Uh, Sorry. Donna's two for two. Steve needs this one Didn't to stay in the game. She burned her boyfriend's house down or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, and we lost her in a what car accident? Uh, I think it was a plane crash. Oh my gosh, that's tragic. I'm sorry. R.I.P. Uh, for sure. Uh, all right, Steve, you need this one to stay alive. Spin it. Television. Okay, television. Oh, this, I've my whole life. This month in 1980, a TV show debuted. It featured an in-house crew of professional dancers that performed routines choreographed to the week's featured songs. It was originally hosted by Dionne Warwick, but then later by Marilyn McCoo, Andy Gibb, and oh. Rick Dees. Wow. Can you name that television show? Jeez, mm, Louise, I really can't. I mean, Soul Train, American Bandstand, those are both out. 
She's Louise. Um, American Funk Town. What channel was it on? Dance It Out. It was syndicated. Um, oh, brother, man. American Bandstand, final answer. Uh, no, it was Solid Gold. I think I've got the theme here. Oh, yeah, Solid Gold. Uh, Woo! Hey. Oh. Oh, so fun. All right, let's do the last one for funsies with Anna. I think podcast. Um, okay, Donna, spin the wheel. It is, oh, movie, a movie. Wow, crazy. Okay. Uh, the number one movie this week in 1999 was Blue Streak. Mm, Remember it? No. Uh, it was sort of a buddy cop film where the two buddy cops were mm. a man best known for Idiocracy, the oh. Royal Tenenbaums, oh, and sure. Old School. Oh, yeah. The other buddy cop is best known for the Bad Boys franchise oh, sure. and a TV show named after him. Oh, sure. Can you name those cop buddies? No, that's why I'm going to grab Anna. Anna. Anna, did you hear that question? I did. Do you know the answer? No, I I don't. I uh, probably was not allowed to watch that movie in 1999. Well, we can talk it out. This I mean, could be like a Chris Tucker situation. Could be. Well, let's talk it out. Here's context. A man best known for idiocracy, the Royal Tenenbaums, and old school. Any idea who that is? Old school. Mm. Well, we know Will. No, I don't know. Will, what's his face? Will Ferrell was in old school. Oh, that's, yes, that's what I was going to say. Will Ferrell was in old school. Okay. Yeah, could be. I can't remember who else. Uh-oh. Probably Paul Rudd. Oh, this is where she just bailed the vehicle. What happened? You were so good. Okay. Anna. Sorry, I'm good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pull up D for a second. Let's check in with D for a minute. Bring D in. D, can you hear us? Hey, D, D are you there? Uh-huh. Should we bring him both on together? Yeah, hello, D. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I put it back in. Where'd D go? Uh, we we got to do did, uh, I, I, at I, the end of every show. As I put Anna on hold, I heard her yell out, Luke Wilson and Martin Lawrence. So she uh, wins. Yeah. Way to go, Anna. Were you looking for the title of the film? No, I was looking for the two guys. I was What's try the film? To, I gave you the name of that. It was Blue Streak. Oh, that's right. Uh, Luke uh, yeah, Wilson. Know. Nobody knows that. Rocco. Luke Wilson. You know his brother says, "Wow, a lot." Wow, you talking about bad dog? Uh, I mean, if I said the wow. other guy is known for the Bad Boys franchise and a TV show named after him, that's kind of a, a gimme, isn't it? Uh, who was that? Martin guy? Lawrence. Martin. Yeah. Yep. All, All right. right. Anna wins. Dee's Yay. already hung up. She fell in the lake that she's walking her dog around. <laughs> <laughs> oh my He's god. Okay. Okay. Well, it's all right. Anna gets a t shirt. I'll go talk to her off the air. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye, Anna. Bye, Anna. Uh, hang on the line. Okay. When we come back, with the music playing. Oh, uh, Steve's got it. When we come back, okay. I have a question about. A movie that looks really intriguing and I'm really worried about it at the same time. I'm really interested and really concerned. I'll tell you what it is when we come back on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment.
How's everybody doing? Pretty good? Got an email from Leo. Steve, I've had my credit frozen going on five years now. And yes, your credit does go up and down on its own. I constantly get messages that, hey, good job. You've done a good thing. Your score just went up. But no one else can uh, try to open something in your name. And then you can lift the freeze. You can thaw your credit Hmm. when you want to purchase a vehicle or a car or an automobile. I just said the same thing three different ways. That's amazing. How do you do it? Donna, so many people ask me that. <laughs> you know, one thing I wanted to bring up that didn't get a lot of traction yesterday was that a listener sent us somebody on Etsy that's selling um, 3D printed lobsters with The Rock's head. I just saw that. Really? It was so funny. Uh, they're calling it The Rock Lobster. Oh my God! Um, and you it's have only to have that. Fourteen ninety nine. Could we get the Rock's attention somehow, or would he end up suing her? That's probably true. I mean, do you have a way of reaching the Rock? You do have Hollywood contacts. No, I mean, he and I, of course, have had conversations multiple times, but no, you haven't. We have. I don't think so. During um, publicist arranged interviews, but still, Donna. Oh, so you've been in the same room as him multiple times. The right. Rock is incredible. This is why I love the Rock because he makes. I want to talk. This is Rock Talk. Just get me the rock. I want to talk. Where Donna and Steve talk about the rock. I want to talk. Rock show. I want to talk. Rock show. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Huh. Multiple times. And he makes you feel like you're the only person around. He, like, locks in, gives you great stuff. He's a great interview. He's so fun. I recall one of the things he said at the Planet 53 premiere, which was like an animated movie. I recall this was like a green carpet situation. They they theme it to look like Martians and stuff like that. Cool. And I believe this is my first time ever seeing him. He was huge in person. I mean, huge. And I said, blah, 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 blah. And I think he did a peck pop or something like that. And then he said, I had to take you to Planet 53 and make a man out of you. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's insulting. I just put it in the grid. They, the same person makes a rock crock. I think mm. I, might, I might even like it more than the, cro- the rock oh. lobster. They should make a slow cooker and call it the rock pot. Ooh. <laughs> Let's do it. Now you guys are getting crazy. It's the end of the show. The movie is uh, Amsterdam. Christian Bale, Taylor Swift, Margot Robbie, John David Washington... Anya Taylor-Joy, Robert De Niro, Rami Malek, Timothy Oliphant. I think that this looks interesting. It is uh, a period mystery comedy movie. It's written by David O. Russell, who's had his own series of controversies from the past. His most recent work on the big screen was for Joy, starring Jennifer Lawrence. But um, I keep seeing these promos for it, and I am equal parts excited and a little concerned because I'm like, can this work? You know, sometimes like Valentine's Day, New Year's Day, those movies, you have a gazillion big stars in it. Knives Out. Knives Out. Yeah, same yes. thing. But this, it looks funny. I mean, like the uh, the the promos for it look interesting. So I hope that the cast all gels together. I like that it's a period mystery comedy. Fun. Mm-hmm. Christian Bale, yeah, I love. He's uh, David Ruff. I mean, I liked I Heart Huckabees. I never saw Three Kings or Silver Linings. You guys? But he is. No. And Ca- American Hustle. Was uh, exactly. I'm looking at his that Wikipedia. Was great. He had, I mean, he's kind of a wreck. Yeah. What's wrong with him? He's had some behavior on set where he was abusive to Lily Tomlin and Amy Adams. And he did some weird 
he's uh, yeah, some yeah there's some other allegations stuff with a niece it's yeah. kind of weird yeah there's some yeah like i said some controversies that you find in his past what's and so, his name david o russell and so anyway this is like his return to the big screen um so you're gonna support this pervert <laughs> oh, God. just checking what you know <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you this. Okay. I what, would, the next Woody Allen movie's coming I was going to okay. say, Midnight in Paris. I know, one of your favorites. It's yeah. such a great movie. By watching that, I'm not saying, hey, Woody Allen, I support the choices you've made. You know. I understand. I know. It's fine. It's fine. Look, let's just call the cafeteria. I get it. Find oh, out okay. Oh, are yeah, you ready? So wait a second. Okay. So listen, I love the Dixie Chicks. Okay. What I mean, they, what did they do? Yeah, really. What did they do other than speaking out against war? Hey, cool it, Rocco. And don't make it political. On foreign land. Oh, I don't know, you guys. Wait. I gotta find it. I hung out with a politician the other night. What are you talking about? Oh, please. Governor Steve Patterson. <laughs> Oh, I don't know where my moose soup Donna, is. come on! for moose soup after! Okay. <laughs> it's now time for What's the Soup, where we live call the cafeteria via the receptionist. We should probably just find the number. But... Yeah. I thought of that. <laughs> hey, Alice, it's Steve uh, on My Talk 1071. Can you connect us to the cafeteria, please? Yes. Thank you. I miss you. I don't know why I said that. I just saw her. Come down for moose soup after! You lead it. Brian likes you more than me. Oh, he does. For sure. He really does. He's my best friend. Donna. What? Come on, Brian. How busy can you be, guys? We're calling the cafeteria downstairs. This is our new segment called What's the Soup? Your call is being forwarded. Let's leave a message. Let's leave a message. Let's leave a message. Fine. Hubbard Cafeteria. Okay. If not available, please leave a message at the tone. When finished, you may hang up or press pound for additional options. Hey, Brian, Steve Patterson, quick question. Uh, why do you suck so hard? We tried to call you two days in a row, and you haven't answered. We're trying to turn you into a star, and you're spurning our advances. Also, if you could call us back, what's the soup? 651-641-1071. I that, know it's chili, but what goes into the chili? Yeah, yeah. Give us more details on the chili. Thank yeah. you. Goodbye. Goodbye. There's also a rock nest monster. What? Really? On that oh. same Etsy person. Is it also? Uh, it's but it's Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I'll put that in the grid too. It's good stuff, everybody. You guys, I saw him this morning. I said, Brian, pick up the phone around eleven fifty. He said, You know, I'm busy. I said, You know, we're trying to elevate your career. <laughs> yes. So. Don't, what's the expression? Don't bite a gift horse in the face. Nope, exactly. <laughs> for sure not that. Legs Let's Lori. do it again. Uh, it's, uh, don't, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. There it is, yeah. Thank you. If you're getting a gift from someone, you don't want to go through and inspect it. Oh, I don't know. Is this real gold? You know, you just want right. to receive the gift. Jeez. And we tried to give him a gift. <sighs> Honest to goodness, you know what we should do? We should go egg that place. <laughs> we should vandalize we'll it. We'll get the eggs from downstairs, too. Yeah, well, you know what we'll do? Ah. First, we'll order them. Hi, can we have um, six <laughs> raw, uh, eggs. raw eggs, please? Yes, yeah, thank in you. the shell. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's for, it's for a smoothie. Yeah. Anyway, um, by the way, don't forget, there is still some time for listener rewards. Did you already mention this? No, it's it. And you could win tickets to Beauty and the Beast at, or, at the Ordway, Seavers Fall Festival tickets, Origin Pet Food for three months. Hello. Hey, now. All kinds of gift cards over there at uh, the listener rewards in the app. We're at the 
website, mytalk1071.com. Thank you. <laughs> so you guys are going to go scout out our location? Well, yeah, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do a, a salad. I'm going to get a salad and do the podcast. And then head over to undisclosed location, take some video stuff like that. Okay, does that sound good? You are you're killing it. Am I coming? I think I don't. Yeah, if you yeah, want to no, come, I you can come. come. I want to come. Yeah, Let's all go. go. Let's all go. Sometimes it feels like you guys aren't contributing in this, but you can come if you want. It'd be nice for a change. That's fine. All right. <laughs> What's their faces are coming in next? Oh yeah, and after <laughs> them, it's those two yahoos. Yeah. So uh, listen anyway. <laughs> I love it. It's funny. It's a joke. It's old timey. All right. Uh, download the podcast and do all your banking online. <laughs>